Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. And today we have Michael Massey joining us. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kara. Thank you. Michael, similarly to the last time that we connected, he's joining us from Devil's Tower in Wyoming. So he's on a a tour of the Western United States, and I'm so glad he's made some time to share with us because he is like steeped in these amazing high vibrations. So for him to share that with us, um, because it does come through energetically as well, um, that is such a blessing and a gift. So thank you, Michael. Oh, pleasure and honor. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, greetings to all listeners. Anybody, let's let's do this. All right. Well, today we- we're starting a little bit differently. So we have had a question from a listener. Okay, so the specific question. My mom is texting me conservative videos bashing the city where I live. I've subtly hinted that I don't want to talk with her about politics, but I don't seem to be getting through to her. I don't want to argue with her or make a big deal, but I went from having a great morning to being frustrated and upset after I got her text. Plus, my dad and brother want to debate me when I talk to them. It just makes me annoyed with them and really hurts that they are so divisive and buying into the Fox perspective. Any advice on how to handle this in a spiritually elevated way? Ooh, yeah. There's probably um, that's that's you know this is a question from uh, one listener, uh, but this could be a question from <laughs> uh, a number of different listeners, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is a we're in a tricky bit of business right here, um, heading into this this election cycle because we're um, um, we're in this very highly polarized environment. I don't know. I think it's been about 150 years since we were this polarized as a country. And the last time, 150 years ago, if anybody's a student of history, uh, we had a little event called the Civil War. Mm-hmm. A little event. Yeah, just a little blip. <laughs> uh, a little blip. And um, in a sense, right now, we're seeing the makings or the emergence of a of there is a potentiality right now within the collective here um, in the United States specifically, where we're really on the brink of civil war once again. Mm. It's that extreme. And, oh, so what we're, it's it's not a small question or query that's been brought up here. It's not something that I just, you know, would, it's not something that warrants a flippant answer to mm-hmm. like it's a it's just there's a quick fix easy solution to it mm-hmm. uh, there is there's the 
there is something I would like to illuminate um, that is like the so-called eye of the needle that can thread through both polarities. So what can be a unifying gateway at a way, here's how can we actually relate to each other in this highly polarized environment? Because it particularly when we have uh, loved ones mm. that, and we can find ourselves at very polar spectrums from those that we care so deeply about. And that can be so challenging. Mm -hmm. And it is, not can be, it is flat out it's challenging. And what, what incidentally, there is something that kind of does, it, it unites us and it's, is, um, call it freedom. And what we have right now is two polarized versions of reality, two polarized sectors of the United States have that are looking at, they're looking at, you know, like through a glass darkly at this, these other dark other halves and are and feel that their freedoms are being threatened by the other half. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Okay. So you have, whether you're on the, the, the right wing or the left wing, there's this sense of, Oh, of this growing fear that if this other side wins, my freedom will be taken away. Yeah. That, that common ground of the freedom piece, sir. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, and I, I don't have the, uh, I wish I could just, you know, be here with a, you know, silver platter and, and here's the solution for all this. Uh, uh, but it maybe it begins with uh, the ability to acknowledge that what we all seek is freedom. And so, okay, now we have may have very different ideas about what that freedom entails or 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 how we're going to achieve it or how we're going to protect it, how we're going to whatever. Okay. Um, but there's the, the one thing that can unite us is that we have this shared desire, regardless if we're on either opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. And so we may not be able to agree on the house, but we might be able to agree on the what is at stake and that, that, you know, it's like you is regardless of one's per, uh, point of, of, um, you know, perspective with on within the, say the political spectrum that we're, we're experiencing right now. Um, let's say, let take a statement 
um, let's say this, 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 uh, listener asked this question, um, which would just proffer it. She could make this statement that say to her family, all I really know is that I've, you know, that right now that, that, um, our freedoms as, as people are, this is what's at stake. And incidentally, that comment alone might get buy-in because that's a nonpartisan type of comment. That's something that regardless of any, anybody's point of perspective, they might be able to connect to and go, yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. Our freedoms are at stake. Mm. So this is maybe a way to focus our attention onto what is really at the core of the matter that actually is what's really affecting us from a deeper level. Hmm. Yeah. And the re the rest of it is just layers of, of, uh, of, of programming Details. and opinions and, yeah. and whatnot on, on what's the best course of action. Well, who's to say, I don't know what the best course of action is. Um, but, Maybe we have this 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 shared thing in common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as I think I think in a previous episode we have talked about like our sphere of control. You've talked yeah. about the sphere of control. Correct. And so I wonder about the relevance to that as well with this where the more we gain control of our own existence, then the more we, we will still encounter things like this, but we can be more removed from it. I don't know. Is there anything within that as well that's helpful? Yeah, that, that actually is. That, that, um, Yes, and that's this actually helps um, maybe answer one of the the, the questions uh, towards the end of that the, the 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 query there that came in from um, our listener. Uh, that's like, how do we kind of approach this from a higher self perspective? Okay, mm -hmm. and so one of the things is that. Um, that there is us versus them mentality. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that is, uh, that's a dualistic thought system. It exists within a particular matrix of duality. Um, and it, and it's always going to be this, um, uh, within that matrix, it's always going to be what it is. It's going to be this us versus them. You know, there's allies, there's enemies, there's forces of good and evil and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so from a, a higher perspective, what we can do is, is it, through our own practice, if we're able to 
extend our consciousness to include the them as part of oneself, then we can hold a space of unity across the duality. And which is to say that um, it's sort of like um, um, it's like a it's like a there's like a salvation kind of thing. In other words, um, I'm not afraid if you're not on my team because on my team everyone is actually included, so everyone's safe. So I don't need to worry about whether or not you're so-called on my team because my team is all inclusive. Hmm. I'm coming from a place where love conquers all. And so it, it will not be the case of, oh, my loved ones here. Oh my goodness, they voted for the wrong president uh, and their souls are okay. Now, I might have a member of my family that holds that position. They might see that project that back at me, but it doesn't mean that I got to mirror that directly as joining or being part of that us versus them dynamic. So from the higher self perspective is to hold the inclusive picture and go, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. It's not you versus me. It's not us versus them. We are all in this together. And our ability to hold that consciousness or that awareness then provides a unified field that will sort through automatically, will, will alchemically begin to to um, resolve the differences and and um, alchemize those polarities to bring everything back into unity. Hmm. So that's really beautiful and interesting because it negates the need to change somebody's opinion. Oh, right. You don't want to do that. If you right. if you're in that then you're actually engaged in the us versus them. Right. And I think so, that that's where a lot of people are, they're come from where it's like, I, I, my job is to make sure that people understand things the way that I understand them. You know, I think right, that's a pretty natural, yeah. um, it is come a, from. Yeah, it is pretty natural. And, uh, but that's not the higher self perspective. Okay, mm -hmm. that's the that's the personality self perspective, the ego self perspective as a human that's seeking to garner support from from maybe from a higher ideal. But it's not really that's it's that's not the true higher self perspective. Mm. The higher self perspective doesn't. There's no argument. There's nothing. There's, it doesn't need to change anybody's beliefs. It doesn't need any of that. It just simply loves and accepts everyone as part of itself. And so one thing in, 
I know that we are repeating, when I ask this question, it will be something we've explored before, but it is complex, and I think it's worth revisiting whenever we need to and not take for granted that anybody has memorized it, how it works. But but with that said, forgive me for my repetition. <laughs> but anyway, so from an energetic perspective then, talk a little bit about how things work with resonance. So when, because if we can see that with our logical minds, that something is higher than something else, that love, unity, I mean, these are teachings too. They're spiritual teachings. So there's the logical part of us that has like studied spiritual teachings from any tradition, any like, you know, any tradition worth its salt is going to talk about love, unity, and um, how this is the highest good. And then you can see policies or political um, political things, political, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like platforms, I guess, that maybe, you know, don't encompass that and are in direct opposition to that. And so that we can bring, have the logical mind come in and be like, but this, I can see that from a spiritual perspective, for the highest good, that this one is superior to this one. And so, logically, I want to get people on board with the higher. But then what you're talking about is, is subtler than that, and it's within like an, ener like an energy field. So can you talk a little bit about that alchemization and how things drop away from energy? And, and higher consciousness? Um, you know, I think we were talking a little bit yesterday about this whole, you know, the, the, the analog of, uh, of a coal turning into a diamond. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I've discovered along the way was, was uh, okay, I might see somebody, they're in distress, and they're under all, under all kinds of whatever pressures and whatnot, and I, my heart would go out to them, and I wanted to relieve their, their pressure, and I attempted to do so and failed miserably um, because I actually wasn't cooperating with the process that their own soul had engineered in order to bring about a transformation and that transformation of a coal into a diamond requires immense pressures and temperatures and it's a forging process and so by relieving the pressure um i was inhibiting the transformation of this piece of coal into a diamond and so there is some yes we can experience like this is the total this is the higher vibrational path and it'd be great but if not if people are not if they're not ready for it then what is needed is something to get them ready for that to happen and to be to be patient and loving and supportive of whatever is needed for the whole of us to come together. Mm -hmm. 
and that's it's a it's a taller order it takes that takes some that takes some fortitude that takes that takes trust um certainly yes uh and faith uh because it means sometimes we gotta surrender bite our tongue or we have need to delay our gratification or we because um because this is an all-inclusive party that we're working towards Mm -hmm. uh and it could be uh you know just a select party of just a just a few group of chosens well it might be a good party but it's nothing compared to yeah a whole shebanger mm-hmm. and so so how does this fit in with um with our desire for connection and when we are encountering all the different all the different people who make up our our days and the different frequencies that they're on and you know we may be striving for some you know to keep, to maintain a certain frequency or you know and I'm saying frequency but you know a, an emotional state or an outlook on life however you want to think about that and we're you know we we encounter people who are at a different frequency how does that play in with connection and that desire to connect versus trying to maintain something within yourself and how we play well, off each other. I'm going to give a little shout out to my sister because she really clarified this one uh, for me too. And uh, we were talking some months ago, maybe even years at this stage, but, uh, and uh, she had uh, pondered the, the, uh, the question of what is the opposite of addiction? And, uh, that the op- opposite of addiction is not sobriety or whatever or teetotaling or whatnot. The opposite of addiction is connection. Mm. Now, there is something within us that it feels at peace when we feel connected. And this connection, that can be to, it could be to our little garden at, out back. It could be to the little bunny rabbits that hop across the yard. It could be the tree, to the tree we just love that's standing next to us. It could be, uh, it could be to a loved one, a mate. It could be to uh, um, our children. Uh, there's any number, whatever, but it's, it's this feeling of when we feel connected mm-hmm. versus when we feel disconnected. When we feel disconnected, we are ill at ease. And so the desire for connection is really fundamental. And um, in a sense that, that anyone who, when they're, you know, it's, it's, you look, it's like the movie rounders when it's, it's gambling. It was, it was like, you know, when he was at the tables again, all of a sudden he felt alive. Hmm. Uh, He felt connected. See, it was the, and so anything that we would call vices or addictions or whatnot are attempts to connect. 
And so it's, it's connection is, is where we feel our existence. We feel our aliveness and, um, the desire is very, very strong to connect. So our, to the extent that we are able in meditative practice to connect, say in the, you know, and it's a, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, yogic cross-legged om kind of meditation, let's say in the morning, it could be, uh, you know, just uh, it's the cup of coffee on the little, you know, cafe table on the, uh, on the patio that you have set up. That's, you know, that's just a little sacred spot where in the morning you sip your coffee and, and, and breathe the, the air and look at the, your garden or, or trees around you and just feel connected. And to begin each day with connection. And then what happens is that will, that will be a governor of all the, the rest of the unfolding of the day. Because if we do not connect, if we do not feel connected first thing in the morning, then the whole rest of our day, what are we going to do? We're going to be seeking connection. Mm. And we will sometimes compromise ourselves at particularly impasse, very, very susceptible to this, where, where they will in, encounter another and they will just, they will, they will drop their own frequencies just to actually be on the same frequency band as another so that they feel connected. Interesting. Which is why it's so important for us to develop our di daily practice. And it doesn't take a whole lot of time. You know, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a 10, 15, 30 minute practice in the morning to just stay connected. And then, um, it's good to actually bookend the, the, uh, the day. So at the end of the day, there's a, like a wind down, you know, and, and, uh, maybe even a wine down, if you will, or you, <laughs> instead of a cup of coffee, going to sip a glass of wine, you know, on that same patio and just, uh, and just say, you know, goodbye to the day. This, this kind of simple, it's a simple thing, but it really, it's so fundamental because we're so driven to connect and we simply just don't feel good if we're, if we're disconnected. And so through that practice of whether it's proper meditation or just going within, you're cultivating this sense of, um, of strength within yourself and like empowerment within yourself so that you can continue to have this connection, but Correct. you're, you're more protected. 
yes, you're not seeking it necessarily external. You don't have to shift your own vibrations in order to get connected. You're just connected. Mm. And then you can actually be an open kind of vessel to allow others to connect with you if, if, if they so choose, but it's not where I'm going to alter my frequency just to connect. Okay. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's happened to, well, it's happened to me an enormous amount of times. And those who are empathic will probably relate to that because mm-hmm. they've done the same thing also. Mm-hmm. And it's momentary because you get a charge every time there's connection that's made, but then is that at the frequency band that's authentic to you? Right. Yeah. And so it's easy for an empath to actually like, well, get into this game of like, oh, I can be all these different things to different bodies and different people. And then um, meanwhile, a growing um, kind of disturbance in the force of like, uh, um, well, where am I in all of this? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can, I can, I have the ability to connect to that, to that, to that, to that, to that, to match those frequencies. But what's my frequency and let me match to that. Yeah. So and then important. let that be the foundation of, of then how I go forth. And from there, then I'm not needing to alter my vibration. And yet I still have the ability of, of, uh, to be empathic. Yeah. So I don't lose that and actually gets way more stable. Hmm. Well, that seems like a good place for us to stop and just absorb what you've advised here. Beautiful, beautiful advice. Thank you, Michael. Oh, you're welcome, Kara. Thank you. And thank you to our listener for contributing the question. And if you ever have anything that you want Michael to be put on the spot about, it's a lot of fun to do that. It's Fire like a away. sport. <laughs> bring, bring the questions on. Let's see if you who can stump me. Yes. That's a challenge. Yes. I'm throwing the gauntlet down. There we go. Um uh, to be honest, it's just uh, it's just such a joy to connect with all of you in this in this way. Um and I look forward to uh, other um uh, fascinating interesting uh conversations that will come from the field of all of all of you who are listening and and hopefully you've all been able to take something away from um, this this message here today. Uh, and, oh, for all you impasse out there, uh, God bless you. We know it's not easy. and um, uh, But you're doing great, great work, great service, and thank you for being here mm-hmm. and uh, against all odds. So, yes. uh, yeah. My hearts and prayers are with you. Yes. Thank you. And um, and if you would like to submit a question, feel free to email me at karagoodwin at gmail.com, Kara with a K. And um, yeah, that's fun. Fun to do that. So um, 
Yeah. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please feel free to pass it along and uh, help spread the good word. And, um, and I thank you for joining. I look forward to the next meditation conversation.